Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. Today, I am going to be talking to Mr. Clinton Macklin. He is an exercise theologist, and we are going to get into this conversation about your health and really taking care of yourself in a medical way, I would say. So, you guys sit back, relax. We're still getting fit in February, but we marching into March. So, enjoy this podcast. Hey y'all, again, welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah Podcast. I am excited to be talking to one of my Alamar, one of my old college friends, played on the football team. He is the man when it comes to exercise physiologists. So you guys sit back, enjoy this podcast. Clint, Clinton Macklin. Welcome to Backstage with Joy Leah. How are you? Doing great. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate you taking your time out. So, um, we're going to get right into it. Tell us a little bit about Clinton Macklin. I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I played uh, high school sports, basketball, football, did a little bit of the uh, track and field. And I earned a scholarship to come to Clark Atlanta University. So there I studied health and physical education, which led me to study exercise science at Georgia State University. And I've been here in Atlanta ever since. Wow. So wait, 20 years in the A? 20 years. And you have started your own business and, you know, doing your own thing. Tell us about you know, how you really got into um, exercise physiologist. I can't even pronounce it, y'all. <laughs> My man is a physiologist. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, you know, my background, and like I said, just being very active, uh, my grandmother was uh, taking water aerobics back home in Memphis, Tennessee at a YMCA. Okay. And uh, she encouraged me to get uh, a swimming job, a swimming coach job there. So I started off being a swimming instructor in the water, and that stemmed from taking a water safety instructor class at Clark Atlanta University, which was a a great class. We actually met more for that class than we did for English or calculus. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I would be on the road traveling to go play a football game. We would come back. We would leave Friday, have the game Saturday, come back Saturday night or Sunday morning, and we would have to have water safety instructor class Sunday afternoon. So our coach was not playing. So that type of work ethic and commitment and water safety, and I just, I just grew a passion and a, a love and joy for it, um, teaching others, coaching others, educating others, and, and it's very self-rewarding to see them learn how to swim, you know, especially in these times, so in those times as well. So it led from that, from going from the water. I was like, man, that's pretty, I'm pretty good in the water. And I was doing it eight hours a day, but it wasn't sustainable. I was like, I can't do this forever, eight hours a day. Okay. So I was like, if I can cross this over 
was my plan. I ended up going in exercise science, doing an internship at Piedmont uh, Atlanta Hospital. And they hired me two days before my internship was over, and I've been there 15 years. Wow. Oh, my God. You, you know what? People be sleep on that Clark Atlanta and on that GA. I tell you, we get some good opportunities. That is great. They train us so well, I would just say, especially for this world that we live in, you know, black and white, Mexican, Puerto Rican, all, you know, but they really do a good job on um, creating leaders, I would say. So, Clint, tell us about your brand, your company, your, um, um, I know you got swimming, you got coaching, you do mentoring, you do uh, um, speaking engagements, you are like, you know, doing your thing. Tell us more about that. So, yeah, the company's called Peak State Approach, you know, just with my experience uh, in the healthcare field, in the health and wellness industry, I decided to start, I decided to start my own company, and it stemmed from the pandemic, um, really, you know. Really? A lot of, yeah, a lot of gyms were shut down. Wow. Were closed. Everything was closed down, so my love and passion for assisting others with their health didn't stop because things were closed. So okay. I took to online and I built this online platform and a resource to help uh, assist people, help educate them, help inspire them, whether it be um, webinars, blogs, uh, fitness workouts for free. So I took to yeah I took to the online industry and that's where it was built out of to assist the community with health challenges and just overall improving the quality of life. Wow. Okay. So now I gotta. Pick your brain. It's the pandemic. What made you take that risk of all times during the pandemic to do your own thing? I mean, you had to definitely believe in yourself. But what made you take that risk during that time? Because that was one of the most difficult times of a lot of people's lives. Absolutely. Um, It was just the, you know, what kind of what Clark Atlanta taught us is find a way, make a way, attitude. You better say it again. (laughs) Find a way, make a way. Yes. I'm like, okay, how can I still impact uh, people? How can I still, you know, work on my craft? How can I still do what I like to do? Um, You know, the fitness center closed down, so we were, fortunately, we were uh, able to go over to the main hospital and assist and work there with transport, dietary. I mean, I was supposed to sit where I was doing everything I could, so... We got a chance to see how the hospitals run from the ground up. And I oh. still got a chance to interact with patients if I take in their food orders or assisting them or pushing them around the hospital. What, whatever they need me to do, I still got a chance to make an impact. But I still wanted to keep my hand on the fitness side of things, the movement side of things. I strongly believe in movement as medicine. So it was just up to me to figure out a way to try to find any way possible to make that happen, to cross that message over as far as movement being medicine. Well, one thing that you did say that I do like is that the hospital was open. <laughs> and they were literally open, in like more than anything else during the pandemic. And for you to still um, be working there in that industry, and then you came up with this new creative idea, you know, Peach Care Approach. You know, I like the name with the Peach Care, with you know, your Georgia Peach. Even though you're from Memphis, 
You said Peak State. Oh, Peak right. State. Oh, yeah. I apologize. You know what? I apologize for that. I thought it was Peach Care. I was about to say you didn't. You know that was you from Memphis. <laughs> Peak State. But to you know come up with that idea of Peak State approach during a time when nobody was wanted to go outside. Don't nobody want to touch equipment. Don't nobody want to you know to even be bothered. The hospital was even sometimes scared scary to go to. Because you didn't want to get COVID, and you were in there on on the line. Oh, I like to say it. Y'all was literally like drafted in in some way in the army because you had to deal with this virus. I mean, Absolutely. you know, for real, it was very mental. I would just say, and for you to come up with this idea from that is, you know, is is great. So, where did this creativity? I would say come from. Uh, like I said, just just being in the industry for a while and having experience and just trying to my passion for meeting people where they are. Okay. So the environment was taken away, you know, with the facilities and your apartment gym and your health club and your fitness center, your senior uh, living center, you mm-hmm. know, your senior care centers, the things, all of your opportunities were kind of taken away. So I was like, you know, we still got to meet people where they're at. And with the hospital, what was interesting about that, I um, I got a call from HR and they asked me to be a runner, which I didn't know what, what that was. So the hospital still open. Like you said, people, you had to have a COVID test to go in before you did a certain type of procedure. Okay. Like I said, the hospital still a go. So they asked me to, the fitness center was hosting the testing. In the, in the parking lot. So they asked me to run all the results from the fitness center over to the hospital laboratory. Oh, that's a so run. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get like 30,000 steps a day. Doing that <laughs> in the beginning. Like it was pretty busy. Oh. So I didn't get like 30,000 steps a day running to take the samples to the, uh, to the laboratory, coming back with testing kits, coming back with all kind of stuff, uh, just supplying the workers with everything that they needed. And we still found a way for the people who were working in dietary and transport. I would come and stop by their department. I would say, hey, we're working out today at 2 o'clock. Can everybody, who can take their break at 2 o'clock? And we would work out on, on Piedmont's campus outside. Outside. And cars would be driving by, blowing and honking at us. We'd be <laughs> outside in the open space doing a quick 10-minute workout blast, you know, oh trying to God. keep them healthy, trying to keep their immune system as strong as possible, trying to keep them as functional as possible to do the frontline worker or healthcare job that they were doing. Because like I said, the hospital, it did not close. Yeah. So the creativity came from being able to, my passion to, you know, use the tools that I have to help and assist. And we just took it there. We just did what we had to do. We made adjustments. Yeah. And then I bet you that really helped them to get outside, get some fresh air, you know, mentally, you know, physically as well, but mentally as well. Um, I bet that really just, Gave them like a woosah moment, especially with seeing, you know, all the tragic stuff that was going on in COVID. So for you to even think about doing that for your staff, that that is just like great. Like, you know, you were you were really thinking about them, not just yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's very honorable. So like who inspires you? Who inspires? Because this didn't just come out of the thin air. You know what I'm saying? Who inspires you to? You know, keep moving, like you said. 
Um, my family, they inspired me, you know, seeing them with certain health challenges that they have okay. and me being able to put myself in a position to assist them any way possible. You know, like with my grandmother, you know, seeing some challenges that she had, you know, my mom, my dad, seeing some challenges that they had. So I just wanted to be able to put myself in a position to assist any way possible and, you know, combine it with my passion for movement. So it kind of it kind of was a win-win, you okay. know, trying to provide for your family and trying to be your best self. It was, it was a win-win. So that's the way I saw it. Okay. All right. Cool. Family. Ain't nothing like family, right? They, they, if you got a good one, (laughs) you know, they will, you know, take you to the next level just with what they pour inside of you. So what regiments do you live by on a daily basis? You being a health, you know, exercise, I got to keep looking at this word, physiologist, (laughs) let's just say learn a new word today. Yeah, you know I did. Like I re- I know psychologist, you know. <laughs> surgeon, you know I know some, but physiologist like this yeah, this yeah. is you know, you borderline chemist to me but but you know, basically physically, that's what it sounds like. So what regimens do you live by on a daily basis that, you know, the average person could use? Or what would really help them? Just simple tweaks. Uh, one of the regimens I live by is just, you know, um, practicing gratitude. So oh. every morning when I wake up, I practice gratitude. I'm in a field. I'm in a field where I'm assisting and helping others that are uh, sick. They need support. They need leadership. They need inspiration. They need to be empowered. Um, they're looking for leadership structure they're looking for guidance they're looking for motivation they're looking for all of that so i have to fuel myself with that to be able to provide it to them so it starts in the morning with gratitude um you know being thankful to be alive and thankful for you know my health and just the small things you know just being thankful for the air and everything that you breathe you know just a healthy mind all your senses and from there i go to motivation and inspiration from you know, different gurus and different sources that that's what they do all day, every day. So that's that's some of my routines in the morning to help oh. me get started with my day. Wow. You know, one good thing I would say about having a podcast is hearing the response. And um, for you to just start with gratitude in the morning, I have never, in the 80 episodes, in the 400 episodes I've watched of other podcasts, to start with gratitude. That's very different. And it is inspiring because a lot of us don't wake up like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us wake up with different mentalities. But that is something very, very good to start your day with. You know, happy that you opened up your eyes. You know what I'm saying? And that could take your whole day, even, you know, if you learn how to practice to do that. So that that is very real. I ain't even going to front very, very real. So, okay, you get into this industry. What obstacles have you had? Because I know you have had some. I mean, you started, you know, 2020 was when COVID started. And it's been three years. So what obstacles have you dealt with, you know, starting your business and just changing your direction? When it comes to your career, 
I would say, because I am a parent, I would say um, balancing being a parent. I have a six-year-old son. Mm. It requires a lot of a lot of time and energy. <laughs> so I would say, you know, balancing the fact that you're being a parent, you're still working a full-time job, and you're still trying to build your own brand as a business. So balancing those has been an obstacle for sure. Um, you know, you got to work for it. You know, nothing's going to be given to you, you know. As you know, you're gonna you're gonna be told no more than once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times, and just you know sticking to the script of just taking it one day at a time. In, in terms of building a brick wall, just lay a brick every day, as opposed to saying I want this brick wall right now, or I want it tomorrow. You know, just building the brick every day and making improvement and and, and and keeping at it every day. So those have definitely been obstacles. You know, getting people educating them on to get them to look at their health along the lines of other things. We look at the pandemic and for the ones who had a routine uh, movement wise, activity wise, a lot of them lost it. They lost their routine. They used to walk outside. They Child. enjoyed it. They, you know, they didn't go, they didn't want to go outside and just they ain't, that. They ain't want to ride a bike, nothing. Like. Right, right. <laughs> and then, the, you know, at home, their environment is a place of comfort. Yes. So they were not their behavior was not conditioned to be, to move at home. So, you know, you can't blame them in a certain sense, but, you know, just getting, being able to reach them. And, and once people did start, once people did start to come back outside, it's like, okay, you're coming outside for gas. You're coming outside for food. Mm -hmm. You're coming outside to shop. Right. Let's put our health and our quality of life on the list with everything else. And when I give my presentations and my public speaking engagements, I'm very passionate about getting people to understand that you don't have to give up anything that you're already doing. It's about finding a way to incorporate those things to have your better, you know, a better lifestyle, a more healthier lifestyle, and you have more energy and you feel better while you're already doing the things that's taking up your time or the things that are your hobbies or your activities. So that's 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 something I'm very passionate about, getting people to understand that you don't have to give anything up. Everything that you're already doing right now, you still can do it and feel better in the process. Okay. And did you say that you, you started online? The company, yeah. The company started online. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And, and like I said, with the frontline healthcare workers, I mean, you know, I wasn't charging them anything. It was for free, but, you know, that's, uh, that's what we were. Hey, you got to get the practice in before you make them dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if you get hey. They say, what, if you could do something for free and you enjoy it, you could do it for the rest of your life and eventually Absolutely. start making money from it. So that is, you know, just something good to take away, my listeners, because he did it for free. And folks who like to start their business charging people, which, hey, do whatever you want to do. But is that truly your passion? Because if you won't do it for free, you won't do it at all. That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I could be wrong, but I doubt it. <laughs> So, you know, tell us a little bit about some accomplished stories. Like, who, which, which, I know you've helped a lot of people. Who was the one that made you be like, you know what, this is what I need to do? Oh, that's a good question. One, one of the, one of the accomplishments that I liked the most was being a part of the uh, Women's Health Day uh, for a sorority organization, AKA. Okay. Um, we were, I was on the panel, and we had a doctor, we had a physical therapist, we had an exercise physiologist, <laughs> we had a 
meditation person. We oh, had wow. a nutritionist. We had a sleep person. We had everything, uh, you know, all avenues of uh, wellness. Right, and, right. Um, that was that was that was great. I got to everybody spoke on the panel. Everybody had a booth set up with their information, but I was the only one who gave a fitness class. Okay. And they, and, and they attend, and everybody came by and waves and I did three different classes and at the time the president of the organization, Dr. Glover, who was also from Memphis, Tennessee, which I did not know. We got a chance to talk and bun, and she took one of the fitness classes, just a little quick little five to ten minute thing, you know, and it, it, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Oh, that's good. That's that's so fun, you know, especially doing something like that, and you're on the panel, so you like you you, you go on the spotlight, and you know to get the outcome that you got. I know you were so excited about that, especially with the AKAs, beautiful women at that, you know, and then <laughs> I know you, Clint. That was a plus. You like oh, the AKA, you know, they all lined up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just being funny, but you know that is the truth. <laughs> I know you from college. <laughs> but that is so um that's so fun. That's so inspirational, like, you know, being on the panel, motivational speaking, all that type stuff. That that's yeah. that's what you're trying to get to, I would say, especially in your industry, right? You know, you wanna be that instructor that coach you know that person that's going that extra mile to help other people so like what do you want people to take from you like when you're doing these speakings when you're doing your coaching when you're motivational speaking when you're mentoring what is some things that you really want people to remember about you or take from you uh, just to, you know, put their best foot forward and work on, you know, being their best self or work on being their better self. Uh, you know, nobody's perfect. I understand that. But if you can feel better, you have the opportunity to feel better. Why not? And like I said, just understanding that you don't get to trade in anything that you already enjoy to feel better while you're doing it. So that's that's my biggest thing, getting people to understand that movement is medicine. You know, I'm look. I'm, I'm working with clients, and I'm looking at their chart, and I'm looking at heart disease, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah, I'm just looking at the list goes on and on and on and on and on, and the movement can help assist and cure some of these things alone. So just getting them to understand, you know, what it really means, educating them, getting them to understand. I'm a firm believer in, you know, when you understand it, then you tend to to receive it better and you tend to apply what you receive better when you understand it. If someone say, hey, I need you to go walk for five minutes and they don't understand why, then the percentages that they're doing is going to go down. So that's my biggest thing, just meeting people where they are, building a rapport with them, listening to them, and uh, setting, helping them set a plan to achieve their goals and help them feel better. So. You know, we're all going to be here for a long time, so we might as well feel better doing it. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy our time, our time here, here, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what is next for Peak State Approach? What is next for Clint? Like, what is next for you and being in this industry? I would say continuing to build the online presence. Right now, I'm really big on stretching. 
Um, when you look at the three components yes. of health and wellness, you yes. have I you saw have that. cardiovascular. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this. I'm not to interrupt you. When you was on that okay. thing with the little four, the, the things I saw in your video and you was hanging. Straps. Yes. I was like, what is, what? <laughs> the TRX. Yes, the TRX. yes, yes. So is that part of the stretching? That's part of it. With okay. TRX, is, is total resistance training. With TRX, you have to use. You have to use flexibility, which stretching falls into. You have to use mobility, which a lot of us, you know, we really need that. And you have to use strength and cardio. So the TRX gets a little bit like kind of all for one. But just in basic terms of someone maintaining their activities of daily living, like maintaining their ability to do functional things and not injure themselves in the process, like, Going from the living room to the kitchen to get whatever, Ugh. and you drop, you know, you drop an apple or something like that. You want to be able to bend over and pick it up without doing something to your back or doing something to your hip. If you're traveling, which a lot of us like to travel, you want to be able to pull your luggage through the airport, put it up in a compartment, and get it back down without hurting your neck or your shoulder or your back. So these things that we sometimes a lot take for granted, yeah, activities of daily living. They, they they come back to bite you if you don't. The, the body's like a car. If you don't maintenance your body like you maintenance a car, then it tends to break down over time. And when it breaks down, whatever particular area, someone looks like, oh, how did this happen to me in one day? It's happened over time. Okay. So you know, just again, I'm very passionate about educating people on that so they can understand that. And uh, what's next for me is just reaching as many people as I can in any way that I can. And I believe using the technology and internet will help do that. Yes. And the fact that you said stretching is so important. Like it, it really is, especially us growing older. We're not old, growing older. Yes. Active aging. I like that. I like that. Um, I learned at night, if I don't stretch, I'm not going to have a good night. You know, like seriously, if I walk up the steps and I'm tired, Something is wrong with, I haven't worked out that week. You know, it, it, it's something. So right. the fact that you say it's the little things that you got to pay attention to, that if you're not taking care of yourself, you it will you will notice it quick. So I'm so glad you touched points on that because it is very simple things that you could do that where you won't have those problems. So how do people get in contact with Clint, well, Peak State Approach with Clinton, Macklin, look, Peak State, Peak, not Peach, y'all, Peak State. Like, how do people get in contact with you if they wanted to just learn more about your business, about your approach, and, you know, a different way to get healthy? Because running on a treadmill and having a trainer, that's all great, but everybody's not there. You said one thing that I like, you got to meet people where they are. So how do people get in contact with you if they want to know more information? Or even if they want to be a part. So you can get in contact with me at my website. It's uh, www.peakstateapproach.com. You also could type in psamove.com. Either one of those will work. All right. Um, In in terms of the social media, with the Instagram, it's Mr. Mr. Period Clint, my first name, C-L-I-N-T, Mac. Uh, M-A-C. That's short for Macklin. Nothing more than that. (laughs) Not Mac Daddy. Short for the name. And Mr. Clint Mac at Instagram. And then Facebook. uh, Same thing. Clint Mac is my Facebook. So that's how you can get in contact with me. 
Okay, great. So I am going to repost all this information, you guys. So do not worry if you did not hear it or if we spelled it wrong or if we pronounced it wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> I will be reposting everything correctly underneath this video. So, Clint, oh, my God, I really appreciate you taking out the time to spit these gems. Help these people out. You in Georgia. You know, you right here. You know what I'm saying? And people could really get themselves together. So I appreciate you doing this, you interviewing, and you being backstage with Joy Leah. So we will be right back. We are going to get into my list, talking about, you know, I told you some controversial stuff. But you guys, stay right here. We're backstage with Joy Leah, and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all, again, we are back with Backstage with Joy Leah. We are still talking to Clint. We about to get into my list. This is the most important part of my show, in my opinion. <laughs> but I just want to pick his brain, see how he feels about what's going on, and the people that's on my list, because they is on my list for a reason. So, Clint, this Michael B. Jordan and him being called corny, and then him going off on that girl on the um, red carpet because he said, oh, I remember you. Yeah, you used to call me corny when we was in high school, and now you're trying to interview me. Now, come on now. Look, look. How do you, like, would you have went that route or just not talked to her? Like, you know, like, it was so many things he could have did. That, to me, was super corny. But <laughs> I just want to know your opinion why this man do that? Like, look, how would you feel if it was you? I personally wouldn't have went that route. And, that, and I'm saying that now without being in Michael B. Jordan's shoes. Okay. I think I personally would not have went that route. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, I just felt like it was out of line and it was unprofessional. Maybe not corny, but I just feel like it was unprofessional, like, you have grown to so much horizon. You are the man. I mean, you are the sexiest man alive. And you're going to remind this little black girl that she used to call you ugly or whatever she called you. Like, L-I-G, let it go, bro. Let it go. That's so, <laughs> that's terrible. You know what I'm saying now? Okay. Kanye West. Folks doubted my man. Folks doubted. Now, look. I, Kanye been on my sick and shut-in list for at least Seven years. <laughs> Not, look, I'm about to say seven. Seven years. I've been praying for Kanye since 2015. That's my since he got married to Kim. I ain't even gonna lie. I've been praying for my man. But I see the artisticness of the geniusness is steadily arousing. You know, that's probably why he I, I, he stay on my list because we got to keep praying for Kanye. But now yeah. Adidas done apologize. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I, I mean, some of me is, but some of me isn't. I mean, you just the the world is different. Now. Right. All um, he you know, yeah. no, he didn't. All he said was something against the Jews. He did not say f America, and you know, like he. 
freedom of speech. He got in trouble for freedom of speech. And then now they got to lick their wounds and let him back in. And, and you should have just left this man alone. Like, I don't understand why they don't leave this man alone. Sponsorship, <laughs> man. Corporate America. You got to know how to play the game. But I listened to something that was interesting that Dame Dash said. You know, he's got a lot of experience with Kanye. He was like, he, he's, an artist, he's an artist that likes war. Like, that's what gets him off. Like, he's an artist that likes war, so he'll go off on these rants and say things to get a reaction out of people, and he succeeds a lot of times. Man, <laughs> does he? Ain't a lot of the time. It, I ain't ne- it's never been a time when Kanye has done something that we have not talked about. You know what I'm saying? Everything that he's done, from taking the mic out of that girl's hand to tell the world Beyonce had the best record of all time, Kanye has been on it every year ever since. And I'm not mad at him. That's straight Chicago. They, they, right. nobody, they shouldn't have let him in. Because once we get up in there, we're going to act a fool. We're going to definitely tell you how we feel. Whoever we are. So we everybody not Beyonce. Know. You look, everybody not going to just be quiet. I'll just say that. But, okay. I got family in Chicago, South Side and West Side. Okay. Yo, you but wow, you from Memphis. I already know. Yeah. Memphis, that's yeah, yeah. that's where they came from. Memphis, Alabama, Arkansas. We that that's the train line. Yeah. Mississippi, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We exactly. we Buck Wow. That's all I gotta say. Bucket Wow. So last thing that's on my list that I just think is so interesting. Uh, Biden and banning TikTok. Okay. Do you really think this is gonna happen? I love TikTok. The kids love TikTok. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know why he's trying to make it happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. It's like, okay, you just trying to you trying to push your Kanye on uh, like, you know, like you trying to do no, you you this the China, we can't mess with these folks. We look, leave China alone. Right. Of all people, everything we get from there, I love Chinese people, Chinese food, like Leave yeah. China alone and they apps. Let the folks make money. Like, seriously, this this that whole TikTok used to be musically, which I still like. Leave them people mm-hmm. alone. Like you just wanna call you wanna go to war at this point. Like it's it that it seemed like they pushing the button, messing with China in my opinion. And I'm not trying to mess with them folks. Like we already Vietnam was small. China is big. Don't let that country fool you. It, it, billion strong. Leave the folks alone. So, all right, look, that's all my list. Mostly it's me talking. That's what I was trying to tell you, but I just wanted to see how you felt on what's going on in the world. I so appreciate, again, you taking your time out to be backstage with Joy Leah. Give us your thoughts. Give us your, you know, information. That is so important with these podcasts that people like you are able to express and inspire others. So last time, how do people get in contact with you and peak state approach? Peak, baby. Peak, <laughs> peak. Yeah, that's right. So you can get in contact with, with me through my website at www.peakstateapproach.com. You also can type in PSA move.com. If that peak and peach thing kind of throws you off, you can just go <laughs> PSAMove.com. Uh, that's the website where you can find all the information about what we do and who we are, our mission, our vision, and everything. And in terms of social media, on Instagram, you can get at me at Mr. Clint Mac, C L I N T M A C. 
mm-hmm. and my Facebook is Clint Max, C-L-I-N-T-M-A-C. All right, y'all. Thank y'all again for listening to Backstage with Joy Leah. We had a fun time getting physical, learning about exercise physiology from my man, Clinton Mackin. Okay, I got it right by the end of the show. <laughs> Claps up for that. But y'all, thank y'all again for listening to Backstage with Joy Leah. Y'all have a good night. And thank you, Clint. So I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you so much. This was so fun, y'all. Thank you.